This is the Best Friends Podcast, dedicated to sharing the people and programs that are ending the killing of cats and dogs in America's animal shelters. You'll hear from animal welfare leaders from across the movement who will share the innovative and collaborative work that are creating life-saving successes in communities of all sizes. Hello and welcome. This is the Best Friends Podcast. My name is John Dunn. Today is December the 29th of 2022. So yes, this will be the last episode of the year. Now I know for a lot of you this year has been, okay, I'll say it, it's been crap. I'd actually say a stronger word, but I don't want to get in trouble, but it has been hard. Intake was up for much of the country, intake being the number of animals entering shelters, and in some places it went up a lot. And while the number of adoptions was also up, they were not up enough to match that increase in intake. So there have been a lot of folks in our industry who are very overwhelmed, more so than normal, which is saying a lot. And you may be one of them. So while we say goodbye to 2022, let me, on behalf of all of us here at Best Friends, say thank you for everything you do each and every day to save the lives of pets and, of course, help their people as well. It's tireless and far too often thankless work, but I want you to know you are appreciated. And I think it's important to stop, if even for just a moment, and thank each other and celebrate the good things that happen, especially so when things are not so good. And that's what we're going to do today. If you've listened to any episodes this year, you may have heard me promoting the Best Friends National Adoption Weekend events. These events for our Best Friends Network partners, very simply, we provide a stipend for each adoption a participating organization completes during the time frame of the event. We offer a marketing toolkit, we do some advertising to spread the word nationally and in the local markets of participating shelters and rescues. They're great events, and they were massively successful this year. More than 35,000 adoptions over the course of four weekends across all of those amazing participating Best Friends Network partners, and they're totally free to take part. As part of the follow-up and reporting for the Adoption Weekend events, we ask shelters and rescues to send us photos, stories of how it went, and I get to read all of those stories and all the feedback that comes in, and it's always a highlight of my week. There are so many wonderful things that happen. For example, reports of the longest stay pets going home. Imagine a dog 200 days or more in care, and it was a reduced or fee-waived adoption special during the event. That was the catalyst to get those adopters in the door. Special needs animals, bonded pairs, another common experience, lines of interested adopters stacked up before the doors even open, ready to get inside and find their new family members. So we thought, hey, these are all great on paper. But this is an audio podcast, so let's hear from some of the partners themselves. How did it go for them? What did they learn? So I asked a few of them to record their thoughts. I didn't give a lot of guidance, to be honest, because I didn't want to dampen creativity or steer them in a certain direction. I just explained how best to record themselves and asked them to say their name, title, organization, location, and then say whatever they want and send it. And here are a few that we got back. Hi, my name is Grace Clinton, and I'm the Director of Philanthropy for Helping Hands Humane Society in Topeka, Kansas. 2022 has been a challenging year of record high dog intakes, and we've relied on the Best Friends Adoption Weekends to help us find homes for all these pets. We were able to complete 42 adoptions during the December event weekend, and we're so excited. Here at HHHS, we know that household income doesn't determine love for a pet, and that reduced fee adoptions make having a companion animal more accessible for some. We'd never want an animal to miss out on their home because of financial status. While we love all pets and adopters, my personal favorite this weekend was Taz. 
Taz was a senior bulldog mix. He looked and acted like a terrier, but his brindle coat and amazing underbite made him look a little bit like the warthog off of the Lion King or kind of like the Tasmanian devil. He was so cute when he walked and we were really excited when we knew he would get to be snoring away in his new home just in time for the holidays. His new dad has already sent us a message saying he settled right in. Hey there, this is Brittany and I'm the supervisor for Tracy Animal Services. We're located in Tracy, California. This December, we participated in the end of year best friends adoption event. We totaled 18 adoptions, 10 of them dogs and eight of them cats. It was such a phenomenal weekend. We had three long timers find their new homes. Aaron was a shelter transfer from another local shelter that hadn't been able to place him for three months. We had him for 46 days and then he was adopted. Then we had Angels, an adorable bully breed. And she was a little on the shy side, but on day 93 on our adoption event, she got adopted. And lastly would be our boy Mesa. He was the biggest goofball and so sweet. We couldn't understand why he was being overlooked. But this adoption event brought to us that adopter that fell in love. And on day 137, he got his loving home. We've actually heard updates from all these adopters and everything is going well. So we're extremely excited. The prior year for that exact same weekend, we had only adopted out one cat, so you can see how huge this adoption event truly was for our shelter. We would like to make it as fun and community-oriented as possible, so this year we did a donut decorating option as well as we provided shelter pet stockings for our community to decorate for our shelter pets, and lastly we provided free hot cocoa. It was absolutely delicious and we got a lot of walkthrough because of this. We've participated in four of the Best Friends adoption events this year, and in total, we've adopted out 68 pets due to these adoption events. Thank you, Best Friends. We greatly appreciate the support. Hello, my name is Quinn Lentz. I am the Assistant Director of Events and Development for Animal Care League, a shelter based in Oak Park, Illinois. This year for Best Friends National Adoption Weekend, we were able to adopt out nine cats, two rabbits, and one dog. I think we found success this year both from the extra uh, marketing and exposure we got through participating in the national event as well as just keeping a really open adoption process um, and not putting up too many barriers for our adopters. My name is Misty Valenta and I'm the Animal Services Director for the Williamson County Regional Animal Shelter located in Georgetown, Texas. The Best Friends National Adoption Weekend came at one of our shelter's darkest times. As a shelter built to house about 100 dogs, we were housing over 200. As an open intake shelter, we had managed with extremely hard work and dedication to escape having to euthanize for space during the summer. But after eight months of fighting to save lives, more dogs were coming in than leaving. Spirits were breaking. Hope was being lost. That Tuesday, the shelter held a press conference and Facebook Live, begging the community for help and showing at what lengths we were going to in order to save lives. For example, our cat adoption numbers had been phenomenal. And because of that, we could easily house our cats in one adoption area, leaving 
an empty room. We transformed that room into another area for our large dogs. We set up crates, beds, and featured these special dogs on social media. We ended the Tuesday press conference by welcoming the community to help us and advertising that all adoption fees would be waived because of the Best Friends National Adoption Weekend. The response was overwhelming. 41 dogs and 22 cats were adopted. 30 animals were fostered. Nine animals were reunited with their families. And six animals were transferred to new organizations. Because of our community, and because of the Best Friends National Adoption Weekend, spirits were lifted, hope was restored, and lives were saved. Lives like Sundance and Bandito. At the beginning of August, two large, squishy-faced 12-year-old dogs were surrendered to our shelter. They had lived their entire lives together in a backyard. But when their family moved, they were not permitted to move with them. These two elder gentlemen quickly became favorites, and efforts were made to help find a placement for them together. But nothing ever really panned out. Until the Best Friends National Adoption Weekend. A family visited the shelter interested in adopting one and maybe two of our adult dogs. When a volunteer heard the potential adopter use the phrase, one and maybe two, she immediately knew this family had to meet Sundance and Bandito. The rest of the story is filled with pillows, selfies, doggy holiday dress-up, and watching The Price is Right on TV together as a family. A member of their family joked, These boys are horrible bidders. Always with the $1 bid. We didn't make it to the showcase showdown, obviously. Well, Sonny and Bandit, as they are now known, didn't make it to the showcase showdown, but they did hit the adoption jackpot. My name is Heather Miller. I am the Communications and Development Manager at Cat Adoption Team, a cat-only shelter located just outside Portland in Sherwood, Oregon. During the latest Best Friends National Adoption Weekend, we adopted out more than 50 cats and kittens. That was double the number of adoptions we did the weekend before, even though we didn't reduce our adoption fees. The difference? All the fantastic marketing support that comes from being part of a national event. I was especially excited to see Teacup, one of our senior cats, find an amazing home. Her new cat dad had come to the shelter specifically to see her, and of course, he fell in love and took her home that weekend. Best Friends events are such a great way to attract more adopters to visit the shelter and fall in love with the pets. Cat Adoption Team loves participating. Hi, my name is Megan Graham, and I'm the Executive Director of Saving Grace Pet Adoption Center in Roseburg, Oregon. We're a small rural shelter, and we found it really helpful to send our press release to areas that have larger populations than we do, like Eugene and Portland, um, for this event. And we had quite a bit of success with people who were willing to make the drive to adopt specific animals that we promoted for this event. Hi, my name is Carrie. I am 
work at the South Utah Valley Animal Shelter. I am the licensing slash grant writer specialist. We are located in Spanish Fork, Utah. We take care of all of South Utah County. We participated in the Best Friends adoption event. Unfortunately, we were only able to do one day, uh, which was Friday, but we did have a lot of excitement around it. We did get several cats, kittens out. I believe there was one or two dogs. People were lined up and ready to come in and pick out their kitten. Uh, We had Nixie, who was a little spayed female, three-month-old little Torby. We had Safira, sorry, a black and white little spayed female, three months old. We had Macintosh, who was a little character, orange, neutered male, about five months old. We had Trixie and Tink. Um, These were all cats that were adopted um, due to best friends, and we are so grateful for this event. We did lower our adoption prices. We had such a great turnout, and we are so grateful to best friends. Gosh, I love that, and I hope you did as well. Thank you to Grace, Brittany, Quinn, Misty, Heather, Megan, and Carrie for taking the time to do that for us. And we're hoping to do more of this type of thing next year on the podcast. There are thousands and thousands of badass lifesavers across the country, and we want to hear from all of you. You can always email us here, podcast at bestfriends.org. That's the email, podcast at bestfriends.org. That address, along with more information, can be found in the show notes on your podcast player of choice. Again, thank you for everything you've done in 2022. I know each of you is already thinking about how you can save more lives in 2023, and we can't wait to celebrate all of the wins right here with you on this podcast. A huge thank you to the team at Best Friends who helped make this happen. Bethany Hines, Kayla Sebo, Whitney Blyton, and Kim Clonch. My name is John Dunn, and we will see you in 2023 on the Best Friends Podcast.